I am back. Rotrance for Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, hit subscribe, like, comment, share. So I don't know if you guys are listening to any country music or whatever you're listening to right now, but it seems nothing that comes out can be without some kind of controversy. And this is one of the dumbest controversies I've seen in a long time. Why? Because the person that originally had a song did very well with the song. Not just kind of well, very damn well. Okay, and I'm talking about Tracy Chapman. She had a song back in 88 called Fast Car. Now, this same song has been since covered by country star Luke Combs. That song has hit number one on the country chart. Tracy Chapman has been very open and honest about the fact that she's proud that this song has made a, a comeback on the country charts and hit number one. But Tracy Chapman is a black woman who happens to be a lesbian, a queer black woman. And because of that, the Washington Post has attacked Luke Combs in Fast Car. Okay, now, in case you do not realize um, maybe who it is I'm talking about initially, we can just we can just come over here and we can look and... You'll know exactly who this is, Tracy Chapman. Now, look, she had a very successful career that spanned, well, it spanned 40 years, basically. Um, we're talking about 30, over 30 million records sold, and we're not talking from like a one-hit wonder. She had multiple platinum albums, you know, seven, eight years apart, and multiple awards. And won Grammys on this one song, you know, Fast Car, and Give Me One Reason to uh, Stay Here. Everybody knows that song. Well, they were both huge songs for her. And she has sold a shit ton of records. She's had a massive, massive musical career that is still successful even right now. So the fact that uh, they have come out and attacked Luke Combs over this as a racial issue, is baffling to me. Uh, but it's where we are now, okay? It's, it's, they're trying to say this is some kind of white privilege, essentially. Well, I mean, the song was successful no matter how you look at it, no matter what platform, what time period it was in. It was just a good song. And look, people have been covering songs for years. Let's get to this. This is Fox News. Country singer Luke Holmes' success with the cover of Tracy Chapman's fast song is marred by the complicated conversation over race. <laughs> okay. Washington Post article claimed on Thursday. The article reported how Combs' cover, originally released as an album track in March, eventually became a hit on its own, reaching number one on the country airplay chart. While many celebrated the reintroduction of Chapman's 1988 hit, the piece noted that Chapman, as a black queer woman, would likely have never seen the same success in the country music industry. Well, but here's the thing, and this is why there's a flag on the play here. Okay, reaching number one or reaching the top ten on the actual pop chart, especially back in 1988, is... Is, is a larger success than hitting number one on the country airplay chart. All right? That's a bigger accomplishment, or at least it used to be a much bigger accomplishment. 
Um, so it's a nonsensical argument. It doesn't make sense. Um, occasionally you see these songs that will cross over on various charts. You know, you'll have a rap song hit on the hot, you know, top 40. You'll hit a country song that'll get on the top 40. We know how this works. Quote, although many are thrilled to see Fast Car back in the spotlight, a new generation discovering Chapman's work, it's clouded by the fact that as a black queer woman, Chapman 59 would have almost zero chance of that achievement herself in country music, the state, the, the, the piece stated. The article also cited members of the Black Opry, an organization for black music singers and fans who voiced their disappointment at Chapman being a, quote, middleman for a white man's success. I, I, I'm floored by that. I'm floored by that. I mean, look, it was Chapman's song. Chapman made it a huge hit. It wasn't like a song that she released that did absolutely nothing. This was a massive hit for her. Um, and anybody my age, like 47 years old, that grew up during that time, 1988, listened to the, you know, I was at a time where I was listening to radio all the time. Everybody knew what, everybody knew Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. You know, quote, on one hand, Luke Combs is an amazing artist, and it's great to see someone in country music that is influenced by a black queer woman. You couldn't just leave it at that. That's really exciting. You couldn't just leave it at that. Black Opry founder Holly G said, but at the same time, I've got to make sure I virtue signal here, but at the same time, it's hard to really lean into that excitement. Why? Why is that hard? Knowing that Tracy Chapman would not be celebrated in the industry without that kind of middleman being a white man. I, we will find any reason to outrage, no matter what it is now. No matter how stupid it is, no matter how nonsensical it is. Again, we're not talking about a song that came out that was a dud for Tracy Chapman. It was a bona fide major hit. And that album sold like 5 million copies, for crying out loud. It was a massive hit. Black Opry co-director Tanner Davenport also argued that Combs' success, quote, kind of just proves that when you put a white face on black art, it seems to be consumed a lot easier. I, again, I'm baffled. This, the piece and its author, Emily Yar, received backlash on Twitter for appearing to downplay Chapman's original success to stir racial controversy. Yeah, the, the person that wrote this piece for Washington Post got absolutely destroyed on Twitter. Destroyed. I mean, that song was literally one of the biggest songs of the 1980s. And people are acting like the song did nothing. National Review contributor... Pred, Predjeep Shankar remarked, What the F? Fast Car was one of the biggest songs of that decade. It was a huge hit. Are you delusional or just ignorant? And, and that's, that's the, the, the WAPO and the, the argument right there. And yeah, this got readers added context to that situation. Look at this. Fast Car by Tracy Chapman was nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year, 
Song of the Year. She won for this song. She won Best Female Pop Vocal Performance and Best New Artist. She has had seven other nominations for Grammy Awards and two wins. I mean, nuts. Quote, Tracy Chapman was wildly successful for her excellent song long before the left decided (laughs) that DEI was the only way for minorities to achieve success and they're either ignorant of those previous successors or choose to ignore them. They have to choose to ignore them. They have to. Because you can't be this irresponsible to write this article without knowing Tracy Chapman was a massive star. And still is. I mean, if she was to hold a concert somewhere, that that place would fill up for Tracy Chapman. Uh, and I'm, uh, I would be willing to say it would be people of all walks of life that would show up. To, I would go to a Tracy Chapman concert. I would. This is incoherent. Tracy Chapman's not a country artist. So, of course, she's not going to place on the country charts. And everyone has pointed out Chapman's original did great on the pop and mainstream charts, which is a lot better than doing well on the country chart. Yeah, you don't want to rat hole yourself to the country chart. I guarantee you that. The Washington Examiner's Byron York. This is such a bizarre story from the Washington Post. Read it at her context says a lot, but leaves out Chapman's huge record sales. The debut album alone sold at least 13 million copies. Total career sales around 30 million. A community note on Twitter, and it goes on to talk about all all the stuff we just talked about. In a statement to Billboard, Tracy Chapman absolutely destroyed them on this. In a statement to Billboard, Tracy Chapman remarked, Quote, I never expected to find myself on the country charts, but I'm honored to be there. I'm happy for Luke and his success and grateful that new fans have found and embraced Fast Car. Washington Post article also noted that Chapman is the first black woman to have a solo writing credit on the number one country song. But that wasn't good enough, now was it? I saw this article and my jaw just dropped because I heard the song for the first time not that long ago, maybe two or three weeks ago. We were rolling down the road and this song came on and I was like, holy shit, they remade Fast Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. We had a little chat about it in the car and I was like, it was a really damn good song back in the day and she was a really damn good singer. She's kind of a folk singer back in the day, but she a folk singer that showed up on the charts, you know? We're like James Taylor kind of thing, you know? But I saw this article and was like, what are they talking about here? Tracy Chapman was a massive star across the top 40 and mainstream chart. It makes no sense. This record was nowhere close to not a hit. This was a massive hit. She was a massive star. And if you go look, she was still winning awards in like 2002. Like 15 years after this thing came out. She's had a bunch of records and sold like thirty over 30 million records. It's baffling to me. I don't give a shit if she is a, a black queer woman 
Who gives a damn? Her songs were really good. Her songs were good. You know, I can remember her showing up on Saturday Night Live back back when that was actually a thing and you actually watched Saturday Night Live for entertainment, not for, you know, political virtue signaling and identity politics. Actual comedy and actual good musical artists that would come on like her. Instead of being unbelievably cool about the fact that she gets a, a, a writing credit on a number one song on the country chart, we got to make it about like it's some kind of a fe- This article from the Washington Post is an insult to Tracy Chapman. It really is in her career. I mean, you're talking about somebody that was anything but a one-hit wonder. Wow, unbelievable. It truly is. These people that write these articles, I feel like they do no research. Or they, in in, in this case, intentionally choose to not go look or go look, see it, realize it doesn't fit their narrative, and choose to ignore it. This, folks, is why... This is exactly why the media is the fucking Wuhan virus right here. This kind of crap is insanely dangerous to us in society. This is a poisonous article. They have taken a woman that you can see by her reply is anything but a victim. They have taken Tracy Chapman and tried to make her into some kind of a social victim here. Crazy. Absolutely insane. Wow. Wow. Pop culture gets nuttier and nuttier all the time. And these journalists, man, these people have got big jobs. You know, writing for the Washington Post used to be something you could be proud of, I would assume. Now you're just a snake in the grass. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.